0: to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations.
1: <laughs> Valeria Telly's Interviews MJ Fiev the author of Happy Okay, poems about anxiety, depression, hope, and survival, and Badass Black Girl, questions, quotes, and affirmations for teens. Born in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, MJ Fiev moved to the United States in 2002. She currently writes from Miami. MJ's publishing career began as a teenager in Haiti. At 19 years old, she signed her first book contract with Hachette Deschamps in Haiti for the publication of a young adult book titled In Haiti for the publication of a young adult book titled La Statuette Malefique. Since then, MJ has authored nine books in French that are widely read in Europe and in the French Antilles. In 2013, one more book released MJ's first children's book, I am writing, written in three languages, English, French, and Haitian Creole. In 2015, Beating Windward Press published MJ's memoir, A Sky the Color of Chaos, about her childhood in Haiti during the brutal regime of Jean-Bertrand Aristide. MJ Fiv helps others write their way through trauma build community, and create social change. She works with veterans, disenfranchised youth, cancer patients and survivors, victims of domestic and sexual violence, minorities, the elderly, those with chronic illness or going through transition, and any underserved population in need of writing as a form of therapy, even if they don't realize that they need writing or therapy. A longtime educator and frequent keynote speaker, Tufts University, Massachusetts, Howard University, Washington, D.C., the University of Miami, Florida, and Michael College, Vermont, and a panelist at the Association of Writers and Writing Programs Conference, AWP. MJ is available for book club meetings, podcast presentations, interviews, and other author events. Meet MJ Fiev at manglepublishinggroup.com. Here is the interview with MJ Fiev.
0: In your own words, who am I speaking with today?
2: <laughs> My name is MJ Fiev. I'm a wife a sister, a daughter, an aunt, a teacher, an award-winning writer, a writing coach, an acquisitions editor, and I am a badass Black girl. I grew up in Haiti and immigrated to the United States during college. I now live in South Florida. I've written several books, including Badass Black Girl, Empowered Black Girl, Raising Confident Black Kids, and your work from home life with co-author Becca Anderson. I'm publishing several more books in the upcoming year. What is life to you? Life is a lot of things. I think the biggest lesson I've learned is that life is what you make of it. It's a gift to be alive. So wasting your life is probably one of the worst things you can do. We're all born with that expiration date and none of us knows what it is. So making the most out of life while we have it is a good idea.
0: What do you think is the opposite of life?
2: I think the opposite of life is waiting. I don't mean waiting in line at the supermarket. We all have to do that. But waiting for life to happen to you waiting for things to get better, waiting for a big break to come. It's draining, and I think it's a waste of time. Life is about taking advantage of opportunity. So the opposite would be waiting for opportunity to come to you. It's important to make your own opportunities and take advantage of any hint of an opportunity that comes your way. What is the purpose of the human experience? (laughs) <laughs> These questions are hard. I think if there is any purpose to human existence is to learn as much as we can while we're here and to leave the world a better place than we found it, even if it's just in some small way. At this time, what is the purpose of your life? Right now, I'm all about empowering the next generation to be bold, to be brave, and to make the world a better place. I'm trying to help people believe in their own ability to make a positive difference in the world, even if it's just a minor difference.
0: What are some of the greatest misconceptions about happiness, in your opinion?
2: I think the idea that you landed a place called called happiness... That's a permanent state of being is a big misconception. One can be happy overall, but it's probably not something you can sustain forever. You also need to experience all the other emotions to appreciate happiness. I also don't think there's one clear-cut version of what happiness is. Happiness means different things to different people, so you have to create your own definition of happiness for yourself. What do
0: you love most about being in a human body?
2: (laughs) It's a miracle, isn't it? These bodies of ours. I don't know what I love most about it. Maybe the little things like smelling a fresh cup of coffee, getting a kiss from my husband, being able to experience the world through my senses, hearing a bird sing, What is there not to love?
0: What is healing to you?
2: I find it extremely healing when I help someone else see that they are capable of doing much more than what they initially thought they could do. Because it reinforces in me that I'm also capable of doing much more than I sometimes give myself credit for. On another level, when I can teach someone that they're beautiful just as they are, without any filters, without any tricks, it reinforces my own inner beauty. And for me, that's healing.
0: What is the meaning of freedom to you?
2: What is to be free? Freedom for me is about making choices and having the freedom to choose for yourself. The opposite of freedom is not being allowed to make decisions for yourself. Childhood is rough for many kids because many of them aren't allowed to make choices about their day to day lives. Simple decisions are all dictated to them. I like knowing that when I wake up, I have control over how my day is going to proceed. And I also have the freedom to decide if it's going to be a good day or a bad day.
0: At this time, what is the world's greatest need? And also, do you have a vision for a new reality?
2: I think more than anything else, right now the world is lacking empathy. Without empathy, it's easy to overlook injustices like the inequality of pay for women, the plight for refugees, or systemic racism. I'd like to see empathy formally taught to children from an early age. I think it would lead to the kind of new reality where we're all treated equally and genuinely care for one another.
0: What is your understanding and idea of love?
2: Love is a positive force. It comes in many different forms. I think the highest form of love might be compassion, not necessarily blanket pity where you just feel sorry for the person, but an understanding of another person's suffering, and a willingness to help them out so they can be stronger and independent on their own. Love is also like a reflection. We love things in other people because we can see them reflected in ourselves. Showing yourself to someone else is love. What is inner peace to you? Knowing at the end of the day that I did my best at whatever task I had set out for me for for that specific day. What, where, and who is God to you? God is really a big subject to tackle. I think God is really just all of creation, so is everywhere or at once. There's a little piece of God in everything and in everyone, so it's hard to pinpoint a location for him. He's all around, her, all around us. I think we come closest to God when we are creating something new.
0: What is to be spiritual, and what is spirituality?
2: Being spiritual is recognizing that As miraculous as our bodies might be, there is more to us than just our bodies. Our spirit, that thing that resides in our bodies, needs nurturing too. Whether it's meditating or praying or creating art, nurturing that force that resides in our bodies is spirituality. How do you define success? What is to be
0: successful to you?
2: I feel most successful when I know I've reached someone in my audience, when a reader or a student or someone I'm coaching tells me I've made a difference in their lives. As long as I'm reaching people and maybe changing the way they look at the world, I consider myself to be successful. So why did you choose to do what you do? Growing up in Haiti, there were a lot of expectations placed on me as far as career, the, my career path went. I was expected to become a doctor or a lawyer or a school teacher. But writing was something that came naturally to me. I was in my second year of medical school in Haiti when I decided it just wasn't the right path for me. So I switched schools and came to America to study to be a teacher. I was a good teacher and I loved my students, but I was still writing and publishing in my free time when I decided to go to Florida International University for a master's degree in fine arts, um, more specifically in creative writing. Once I was surrounded by writers and dedicating myself to writing more consciously, it just became my career path. How did you become a writer? I was a voracious reader as a kid. I read anything I could get my hands on. Haiti is a country where storytelling plays a huge role in society. Everyone tells and listens to stories. So I think that between my reading and the reaction I got when I would tell a story, I knew fairly early that I wanted to be a writer. I wrote my first book, Le Feu de la Vengeance, when I was 16. And it got a fantastic reaction from family and friends. I was even interviewed on television. Once I had an audience, I think I knew I wanted to be a writer. I signed my first book contract at 19, but still there was this pressure from society to go into medicine or the law It was hard to stand up for myself and do what I felt was right, but it was the right decision, and my family took it well. What was the
0: inspiration, intention, and purpose of writing your book?
2: I wrote Badass Black Girl because it was the kind of book I wished I had when I was growing up in Haiti. Along with all the other books I read, um, I really enjoyed um, self-help books, but there was no Black representation in any of them. They were all targeted towards white business people, and I wanted a book that Black girls could pick up and say, this was written for me. And you know what? I'm perfect just the way I am. The purpose and intention of the book is to empower Black girls to believe in themselves, to believe that they're smart, beautiful, capable of doing whatever they set their minds to doing.
0: Talk to me for a moment about the services you offer.
2: I run a small business called Logan Masterworks, where I am a writing coach, translator, editor, and copywriter. Through my book coaching, I work with veterans, disenfranchised youth cancer patients and survivors, victims of domestic and sexual violence, minorities, the elderly, those with chronic illness, with a chronic illness, sorry, or going through transition, and any underserved population in need of writing as a form of therapy, even if they don't realize that they need writing or therapy.
0: Where can we find more information about you, your work, products, services, and future projects.
2: You can find me on social media by searching for Badass Black Girl or go to badassblackgirl.com. My website for the writing services is loganmasterworks.com. We are
0: almost at the end of our conversation and I have two final questions for you. If you knew you would die soon, meaning losing the body, Would you make any change in your life or do anything in a different way?
2: No, I think I'm living my life like it could end tomorrow. I might eat more chocolate. What are three things about life
0: you know for sure as of this moment?
2: One, life is short. Even if we live to be 100, in the scope of the universe, it's only a short time. Two, life is what we make of it, not what happens to us. Three, just when you think you have it all figured out, life goes and changes on you. So you have to be on your toes at all time. Thank you so much for your presence,
0: for sharing your wisdom and doing what you do.
1: You for listening. To learn more about MJ Fiev and her work, please visit mangopublishinggroup.com. You can also contact MJ at 954-391-3398 or MJ at Manglepublishing Group.com. To learn more about
0: this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.